Hello, baddies, and welcome to Bat Witch Podcast, the podcast where we are going to... Wow, my... <laughs> I have my hands together, and I move them. They make this really weird squelching sound. Sorry if you could hear that. Anyway, welcome to Bat Witch Podcast, the podcast where we are going to get our witch shit together one spell at a time. Maybe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, I realize, I think I haven't said, like, the proper opening to this podcast in so long, but... You know, once we hit that year mark, I feel like we're all family, you know, we're all coming now. So we all know what's going on. We know why we're here, except there's new people every week. So I should probably go back to saying it. And also, I wanted to make sure I said it this week, because speaking of getting our witch shit together, one spell at a time, we are going to do a focus on spells for the next couple of episodes. But before you get too excited, we're going to circle back to that later. Let's just uh, catch up a bit. How's everyone doing? Same old, same old over here. Um, oh, I do want to say, everyone out there that has been lighting candles and doing rituals for me and doing little spells and carrying a crystal for me or thinking, keeping me in your thoughts, it has helped so much. I have had one sick day since the last time we talked, but it was by far the mildest case of it I've had since this whole thing started. Um, this whole thing, GERD, I, I don't know, started, if it's going to stop, if I've always had it and it just decided to like ramp up right in time for quarantine. Um, but it was very, very, very mild compared to what I've had before. And I wasn't nearly as sick. I wasn't nearly as everything just out of my body. Just horrible. Like when you have GERD, it makes you so sick, but it wasn't that bad. So I can definitely feel the magic happening and it has helped so much. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I really, really, really appreciate it. Um, but yeah, other than that, I've just been doing my best. I hope we're all out there doing our best. I know that's kind of like something we're trying to keep in mind during this time I I don't know I have been kind of bummed out this week because I have started to process and accept that traveling is something that probably just is not going to happen this year and maybe for a full year we'll be into spring of 2021 and then it's going to finally open up a little bit so that's been getting me down a bit but I don't know I've been finding a lot of good And a lot of things to look forward to. Even if it's just like really little things. Like I bought some stocks. (laughs) So I just check them every day. And it's something exciting to look at. And you know sometimes when it's down. I'm like oh no. Like we're having such a bad day. And it's so much drama for me personally. But when it's up it's like the most exciting thing. So (laughs) it's like something little I've done for myself. Um, You know I've been meditating. To my best ability. It hasn't been an everyday thing. (laughs) It's been even like a three times a week thing, but I have, you know, I don't know when y'all watch TV, especially late at night, there's always a commercial for Calm, I think, that meditation app, because I use Insight Timer, as y'all know, or if you don't know, I use Insight Timer, Uh, but this Calm commercial will come on, I'm watching like Comedy Central really late at night, and it'll play just brain background music, or noise rather, and it'll say, you know, just do nothing for 15 seconds or 30 seconds, whatever long it is. And when it comes on, that is when I'm like, oh, I should do that. I should really meditate. So it's been like a really good reminder for me. So if you catch that commercial, let that be your intro and then meditate through it because it's really been helping me. 
But I have been meditating. I've been doing it at least once a week. And it hasn't been like this massive effort on my part. It's not like I'm going to do a 45-minute chakra meditation. I'm going to make sure they all light up. And I'm going to open them all up so they're blooming and fully bright again. It's just like I'm going to do 10 minutes. And instead of just doing 10 minutes of like complete silence, I'm doing guided all the time because that's how my brain works. Obviously, you can hear that I have a touch of ADD. <laughs> not a touch. I have a lot of it. But... I have to do guided because I have to have something that I can focus in on. And for me, it's that, that voice, because if I try to just meditate myself, it becomes a checklist of all of my failures. <laughs> so don't do that. Um, but yeah, I just try to do it once a week and I do guided and it's something small. It'll, it'll just be like a medit meditation. I was going to say a manifestation, but that's what it is. It'll be a meditation on manifesting. What do I want my life to look like after all this is over? What do I want? to be able to accomplish during this, what do I hope that I come out of this with? And sometimes it's that I want to finish writing my book. And sometimes it's that I want to make this massive plan for a travel brand I want to start. And sometimes it's just, I want to come out of this, like being a better witch. I want to come out of this having a stronger practice. I want to come out of this being a more patient person. I want to come out of this being, you know, the universe is constantly trying to teach me patience. And I'm like, mm, maybe next year. Or I want to come out of this being a more gracious person and a more charitable person. So yeah, I would try to do it once a week. I don't think that's too much to ask from ourselves if y'all want to get on that track too. Uh, and if you can catch that calm commercial, even better because it kind of gives you 30 seconds to whip into it. It's a good reminder. It's a better reminder that I give myself. It's a better reminder that I've been giving all of you for sure. But yeah, meditating I've also been like actively making lists of things I want to do when outside opens back up. So listen, I'm not, this is not a political podcast, <laughs> which if you've been here for a long time, you know, when I say that I'm about to say something intensely political, but <laughs> this is not even like a political thing. This is just a, I want everyone to be safe and healthy and I want us to get back to life and like a better version of the lives we had before. And so I am adamantly still stay home. I'm going to stay home. My family is staying home. I want you to stay home. Of course, if you are an essential worker, of course, you have to go out and get groceries. Of course, if you have to go out because you have to go out, like there are necessities that still happen in this world and that is understandable. But if it's that you really want your hair done or your nails done, or you really want to go get a tattoo or a piercing, or you really want to go get your favorite chocolate chip cookie, like just chill, you know, like we have to, as a community and not just our coven, but as a community, as a societal structure, we have to combat this together and stay home. So I am very adamant about that still, even though I know that in certain states with certain governors and uh, certain affiliations, they are opening things back up. And I think that is detrimental. I think it's going to set us back to zero uh, as a country. And I think that's why we're going to be living like this for a year at least because there is this focus on money and business and economy versus the value of a human life. And it is absurd to me. So anyway, <laughs> back to what I was going to say. It has helped me a lot to start making these lists of things that I am really looking forward to when outside is going to open back up. And it's sometimes just as simple as like, I can't wait to freaking get my candles. <laughs> like I am going to start pouring my own candles finally. I'm going to start gifting them to people. I may start selling them. I don't know. But I, this is just something on my list. I just want to get my hands on a candle because I, I have taken it to a point of 
I am getting as little delivery as possible. So I have my groceries delivered because I am wary of going to the grocery store. I, I have two older people in my house. I have immunocompromised people in my house. So it's just not something. And I don't want to get sick. You know, even outside of this, even if I was by myself, you know, if I got stuck in Portugal, even though Fallon would have been with me, um, I would have gotten stuck on one of my trips somehow, I would not be going out because I don't want to be sick. This is horrible. It is a horrible illness and being 33, whew, is not going to save me from it and being generally healthy is not going to necessarily save me from it. So I have my groceries delivered, but outside of that, I don't have deliveries that aren't necessary. I'm all about necessities these days as we all should. What's essential and what's not. And so I haven't had any candles delivered. So I haven't had any more candles. Like it's over. <laughs> like they're gone. I'm out. I'm running out of things as we're getting down to the nitty gritty of this. And I mean, I did, well, I ordered salt. So wait, do we do our jar spells? Circle back. Do we all do our jar spells from two weeks ago? I hope so. I am actively, uh, I have a banishment one going right now because some people are not acting right, and I got to get them together. <laughs> I mean, no negative or malintention, but just if you're not going to act right, you have to get the hell away from me is how I'm approaching it. Nothing negative to happen to them as, you know, an individual. But I, so I put salt and vinegar on my uh, recent order, like my delivery order for my groceries because I need my witch tools and I need my witch ingredients. <laughs> it's not like I'm making a stew out of myself as a witch. No, I need my ingredients though for my jar spells and for like the spells we're going to talk about today. So yeah, I'm having it delivered, but I mean, am I going to go out and get a spell candle or have one shipped to my house? I'm not because it's not, I, I can practice witchcraft without it. I can look at the moon and the stars and say my spell out loud. You know, like I told y'all, I've been seeing that one star, like star bright. I'll do that and then add to it. Um, if blah, blah is for me, then let it be. So there are natural tools around me that I can use in place of my candles that I love, 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 and I want to have shipped to me, but it's just not worth, worth the risk to me right now. Although on the flip side of that, I will say, please try to patronize your small businesses as much as possible. If you aren't like me and you aren't, uh, obsessive about illness in a way that I am outside of a pandemic, then you're probably more comfortable than I am. And so definitely pa patronize your, no, don't patronize them, <laughs> patronize your small businesses and not just your wish small businesses, but just those in your community, because we want to come out of this and still be thriving. And we don't want to have to rush to open everything and put everyone in danger and put all of us in a, the, in a situation where we aren't even out of the first wave and then we're creating a second wave because we're more focused on like reviving the economy than anything else. So that is my political <laughs> spiel for right now. But other things like on my list are that I really want to get a tattoo when this is all over. I want to add, so I don't know if y'all have ever noticed if you have seen me on Instagram or Facebook, but I have a wave on my left wrist and I want to add a moon underneath because, you know, it's like the moon influences the waves and they're connected in that way. And then I want to add Jupiter because... It's the best planet and I'm not here to fight with y'all. It's better than Saturn. And I said what I said. So I want to start adding down the line of my arm. And so that's something I'm really looking forward to. I, although I know tattoo shops are opening in some places, please, 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 please just spend more time like designing it and perfecting it. And then when it's safe for all of us to go out, then we can have something like that to look forward to. I mean, the things I've come up with, I want to get a tattoo. I want to pierce my nose. I want to dye my hair yellow, which dyeing my hair is not a new thing. But I mean, am I going through a pandemic or like puberty? Because I'm having like teenage rebellion all of a sudden. But yeah, making that list has been really helpful for me. 
And then also focusing on being charitable has been really helpful for me. Um, instead of being like, oh, I can't travel. But, well, yeah, there's a pandemic, but how does it affect me? Like, you know, yeah, I can't travel. Yeah, work is not a thing right now. And it probably won't be for a long time because I travel. Um, I've been trying to just focus my efforts and my energies and my intentions on people that have it worse than me, which is a lot of people. You know, I have my health. I... Don't, it's okay that I'm not working right now. I can make it through for a bit and be okay. I have food on the table. I have a home that is warm and clean and safe. I have family that I can be with. I'm not just totally isolated. So I've been trying to make an effort to think about how it affects others that are really going through it. And that's not necessarily just our people who are like literally on the front lines of this. You know, our healthcare workers, our food delivery people, our Amazon drivers, our cashiers, our bank tellers, our gosh, mortician, like like all of these people, everyone, our our, our service people. Um I'm I don't want to like n not name people, but there's so many people to name. So, uh, sorry if I didn't name you, but you are like essential right now. I'm working our pharmacists, our our veterinarians, our everyone. Our male, our male people, yeah, our, our garbage people, like people that if they aren't there, then society really does fall apart. Like they are truly essential, whether they are deemed or not deemed, but rather are treated or paid essentially or not. It's a different conversation, but also let's not be too political. Um, but I have it so, so, so good compared to people that are literally having to put themselves out there every day just to make sure that like everything doesn't fall apart and people that have gotten sick and people that don't have access or the privileges that I do. So I've been trying to be like, okay, what can I do with my privilege? What can I, how can I help other people and not just be like, oh, I need to go to Australia this year. I mean, I'm sad about it. I love Australia. It was like, I had this whole thing planned for months that I was going to go and we we're going to have Bad Witch Aussie audition, Aussie edition, not audition. <laughs> Like I audition people in Australia and we get a, a new host of the show. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm sad about it, but it's not hurting me. It's not causing me stress and strife. It's not killing me, you know? So um, this is what I've been doing. And if it's something that would be something you want to do, I encourage you to do it, you know, with your friends and family is that I've been offering to do really, really low cost readings. I've been doing like $1 um, like short answer readings and like $5 full readings and people can donate to me. And then it goes to the food bank. Our food banks are so essential. They're already so essential, but I'm sure y'all have seen the news. I don't have to tell you. I know I'm sure every podcast you'll see is talking about this, but people are lined up for 12 hours, 18 hours to get food. People that have never used food banks before to get food, to feed their kids and to feed their spouses and to feed their elderly or sick, you know, parents or relatives or people that they've taken or other people in their community. So please, 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 if you want to do a reading with me, I'm literally charging $1 for short answer questions. Um, that is my angel deck. If you have seen it in the Facebook group, you've done a reading with me before. Uh, it's, and my Venmo is a uh, bad witch podcast if you want to do one and it's going to the food bank. And if you also offer readings or, or are selling spell jars for a low cost or writing spells for people for a low cost or selling candles for a low cost, whatever it is, because again, let's stimulate each other. I did not mean that to sound like that. What I mean is let's patronize each other and, you know, keep our witch dollars in our witch community and help each other because we want to come out of this thriving all together. Um, so yeah, if you have something that you're offering, uh, I will, I will repost again that I'm doing in the Facebook group. But if you're also doing readings, if you're doing 
all of those things I just mentioned, if you're, you know, lighting a candle, if you're putting together crystal pouches, if you're putting together, you know, wish pouches to give to people or to sell as something that you're going to donate at this time, um, please just be honest about it. You know, don't put up something that you are offering to keep the money for yourself. That is my one stipulation. Um, but yeah, I'll make the post and then you can add below if you're also doing the same thing because I would love to see other charitable initiatives that we're doing and other ways that Bad Witch can be charitable in this time and that we can help each other and everyone because, you know, we gotta, we gotta do it. So yeah, I'll make a thread for that and we'll just see how we can um, do what we can. But food banks are like a pet project of mine right now. So if you've been thinking, how can I get involved? How can I help? I'm sure, I am more than sure that your local food bank would be so happy for a monetary donation right now. Um, and I, I mean, I don't know if it would, see, I don't know, because you're probably not trying to go out to like actually physically donate food. And from what I, my understanding is, is that it's better for them to take money now because they can get like exactly what they need. So you're not ending up with 72 cans of, I don't know why this is the word that popped in my head, but 72 pounds of, or cans of succotash. Apparently, I'm uh, Sylvester the cat. But yeah, it helps them get all the things that are truly essential and they can make sure it's being spread out and people are getting everything they need. So yes, reading for food bank donations. I will put the thread up. Whatever you are doing that's charitable to donate, please, please, please just be honest about it. Now that I'm saying anyone in this community wouldn't be honest about it, trust me, I don't take you for a bunch of like schemers and scammers. Um, but you know, I just want to make sure that... because. I'm very adamant in the Facebook group about no self-promotion. And this isn't a chance to put up like, this is my store. Da, da, da. This is a chance to be like, I am giving proceeds from this to this. I am, um, you know, doing readings and this is where all of the money is going. So, you know, it's not a call for self-promotion, but it is a call for charity and doing some good. Okay. So I think that is enough for pandemic chat for this week. I hope you're all doing well. Oh, and let me just say this real quick. Cause it happened in the Facebook group too. Um, I said this when the pan, when the pandemic, uh, <laughs> it's amazing that I still can't talk. Uh, you know, you think one thing would improve and all this time I've had it in isolation to work on myself. Uh, I said this when the pandemic first started and I say it again now. And I think I said it on the podcast and I said it in the group itself. But um, it's okay to post about it. It's okay to share your feelings. It's okay to be like, I'm scared. I'm frustrated. I'm upset that this is happening. I'm upset that I saw this. Um, not everything has to be about witchcraft in this particular instance. Even though the group, yes, it needs to be about witchcraft. Don't come in there and be like, my boyfriend uh, cheated on me seven times, but I don't know. Should I stay with like, no, it's on him, obviously. <laughs> but, so it's not anything for that. Or it's not anything for, um, you know, just like petty, not to say that your boyfriend cheating on you seven times is petty. Obviously not. It's a very painful and awful thing to happen, but it's nothing for like, I've been fighting with this girl in my friend circle, um, because she wore the same top as me, you know, like it's, it's for witchcraft. It's definitely for discussion of witchcraft. However, we are a family. We are a coven of witches. We are sisters and brothers and family members and cousins and aunties and uncles and moms. I'm your mom, obviously. And <laughs> dads. <laughs> so it's okay to express how you are feeling because this is having a very, very traumatic effect on us that a lot of us are not even processing yet. I know I'm not. 
I know that this is causing trauma for me and I will come out of the situation with some kind of PTSD as most of us will. And we just aren't processing it yet because we are surviving it now. So it is okay. You have my seal of approval. If you want to post about pandemic stuff, do, do not get in there and share, you know, panic. Do not get in there and share articles that are clearly false that say if you drink really hot liquid, I swear I saw this when this first happened. If you drink really hot liquids, then it will kill the virus before it can get to your stomach. What? Like, what? Oh my God. So yeah. And obviously don't share anything hateful or racist or derogatory or xenophobic towards Asian, the Asian population, Asian Americans, Asians in Asia. Like obviously like, come on, common sense, you guys. Um, but if you want to say, hey, I'm really stressed out about this. Hey, I'm really frustrated that people are out in the beaches not taking this seriously. I I can't focus on my witchcraft because I have all these things running from my mind. I feel like I'm an extra bad witch right now because I can't get through one spell because I'm too stressed out and panicked about this. That's cool. We're a sisterhood and a brotherhood and a however you personally identify hood. So we're there for each other. And so that's why I am saying let's do this focus on charity. How can we support each other? And also I'm saying... Share what you need to, as long as it's not fear-mongering, as long as it's not harmful, as long as it's not derogatory, and as long as it's... I mean, yeah, it's great if you can relate it back to witchcraft. Be like, I'm really stressed about this. This is why I'm so stressed right now. I'm essential. Can you light a candle for me? You know, that's totally fine. So I... And I'm not reprimanding anyone that wants to keep it all witchcraft, because that obviously is what the group is supposed to be. But extraordinary circumstances give us an extraordinary exception to the rule. So I just wanted to say that I don't want anyone to feel bad because they feel like, because they have shared something about the virus or they feel like they want to, and they don't have, you don't have anywhere else to go. It's okay. It's, I'm telling you, it's okay. So if I tell you it's okay, then it's okay. Anyway, so check, wait out, wait out, check out. What am I trying to say? Keep an eye out for the thread where we can all come up with some charitable actions that we can do together and how we can raise some money. And, um, I think we should just do our best and, you know, just remember that we deserve good because we do. And the more that more good that we do and the more that we try our best and the more of our best that we put onto the world, the more good that will reverberate back to us. And that's what we ultimately deserve. Okay. So let's do our card pool that I almost forgot because I was just about to say, let's do our Patreon reading. <laughs> I mean, our Patreon readings, jeez, our Patreon shout outs. No, we're going to do our card reading and then our Patreon shout outs. And then we're going to get into our spells. So I think I'm going to do a couple of, I'm sh like shuffling and talking at the same time. So you don't have to wait for me to <laughs> like awkward pause. Um, I think we're going to do spells for a couple of weeks. I'm not sure if I said that yet because I do have um, a few books that I want to pull them from, but I'll tell you more about that in a second. Let's see which goddess comes up for us. Ooh, they are jumping, jumping. Oh, this is great. We got Nematona. I'm pretty sure she's been on the podcast before. Um, okay, so Nematona. Nematona. Jeez, I just, y'all, I'm so sorry. Like, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm apologizing to the goddesses right now because I constantly butcher their names. But uh, Nematona, N-E-M-E-T-O-N-A. Um, her card is Sacred Space. And I will post it in the group. Please remind me if I forget. But it's basically like her beautiful visage. And then she is surrounded by candles. And it's this deep blue card with this like little bit of golden light emanating. And it's this very warm. When you look at her card, you feel already this need to create your own warm, cozy enclave. Enclave? Alcove. Enclave? <laughs> of a space in your home 
or wherever you're safe to have something just to yourself. And I do wonder right now if she's popping out because um, I've been meditating for the first time in my life in 2020. And also there's something I just talked about, but here we go. Oh, and also because we're talking about spells. Duh. Okay, so Nematona, sacred space. And her meaning on the bottom of the card is create an altar. I always feel like I say that word wrong. Let me try again. Create an altar or visit a power place to connect with the divine. So seriously, we could not have a better card for like deep diving our spell work. So here is the message from Nematona. Your sacred space is within you now. By creating an altar or visiting a sacred site, you connect with the symbols and energy that have been infused with meaning and prayer over the centuries. Don't take these symbols lightly for they are powerful indeed. When you connect with sacred symbols, you help your inner sanctity, geez, find a home in the outer world. You also tap into the ancient wisdom and spiritual grace of the old ways. Explore spirituality through sacred symbols and sites and allow your soul to joyfully meander among the various ways available to you to unite with the divine. Like truly no time like the present because we have to like make the best of the situation we're in. And so we can't have like every necessity that we're used to having to make things work for us. We have to adapt and find new ways. Um, explore spirituality. I already said that it's not a matter of how you connect, but that you do so frequently. Yes, girl. Tell us all about it. I love that. Okay. And then the meanings of the card, build an altar in your home. Hopefully we have checked that off already. Take a spiritually oriented trip. Oh, don't you wish? Okay. So in this case, I think it would have to be something like going into your local woods, you know, going into going by like your closest body of water. It obviously, unfortunately right now can't be like, okay, well, let's all get a Salem and like figure it out. Let's all go to uh, the Dead Sea and see what kind of things emerge for us. You know, in Greece, there's a lot of, um, I don't know what the right word to use is. <clears throat> wow. Sorry. That was hideous. Um, I was going to say like folklore or I'm not, it's somewhere between folklore, history, and myth, um, that a lot of saints were in like various caves in Greece where when they wrote parts of the Bible, I, gosh, I can't, wish I can remember exactly, but it was Santorini, maybe, I, I can't remember, Crete, maybe. Well, I remember when I was in Crete last summer, um, there was a site that wasn't that far from where my hotel was, where some like scrolls or books of the Bible were meant to have been written by so-and-so. I just can't remember exactly. So it's something that like you find throughout the Greek islands I've noticed. But so yeah, for me, that would be like a spiritual site. But can I go there right now? Uh-uh. I got to go to the closest meadow I can find. I got to go into the woods and sit on the earth and, you know, bond and bind with it and feel those energies rising up through me and listen to the trees and listen to the birds. Actually, that's something I've been doing a lot. I meant to... um. I meant to mention that and someone please remind me because I'll do it in the next episode, but I wanted to talk about bird symbolism and correspondences in particular because we put up the bird feeder in our backyard and we've been getting so many beautiful birds. My mom loves bird watching. It's not funny. It's just funny to me because she'll sit on her patio and the bird feeder is an easy 15 feet away if that and she'll pull out her binoculars to look at them as if we're like out you know, out in the great beyond, you know, just like <laughs> hundreds and hundreds of feet away. And she has her binoculars and the birds are like within seeing distance. Like I can tell it's a cardinal. It's the funniest thing to me. My mom's so cute. Also, when we had that um, pink super moon, 
she went outside and looked at it with her binoculars. She's the cutest ever. She just like has her binoculars handy at all times. And she's a witch, obviously. So she's like all up in this mood. But um, I really want to do something about birds and bird correspondences. And especially because like bird feathers or something that can very much be used on your altar and in spells and in, uh, just witchcraft in general. So yeah, someone please, please remind me to do that. Also, I have a little sparrow that's like following me around and he has, she, they have been for a while. Uh, in particular, whenever I would park my car pre-pandemic, it would come and like sit on my side mirror and just like hop around and stare at me. But then I would pick up my phone and take a picture or a video and it would fly away. And I was like, you're being really tricky. <laughs> so I want to do a focus on birds. But, you know, anyway, going back to go out to where you can listen to birds call and maybe they have messages for you too. But I do, I want to do like a little focus on birds next week. Someone please remind me. I will forget. Um, Ooh, I want to talk about owls too. Okay. Um, <laughs> back to various means of this card. You need a quiet place of refuge and retreat for yourself. Create a medicine circle or labyrinth. We need to talk about labyrinths one day and also the movie labyrinth. Walk the labyrinth. Um, clear the energy in your home with sage, prayer, or not necessarily sage, but whatever works for you and whatever you have available. Prayer, toning, oh, we should talk about toning too, um, invoking Archangel Michael, a personal favorite of mine. Gabriel is also really good. So Michael's more for protection and we've kind of talked about, um, Gabriel's really good for communication. And so I like to just, he and I are obviously bonded, um, but I like to also call on him. Hi, he's here. Um, whenever I say his name, <laughs> they come, that's how it works. But um, he's always kind of with me. But if I say his name in particular, he comes and stands behind my right shoulder. So hi from him. Um, but I like to use him in any kind of like work in the house as well because it just helps my words to be more clear. So if I am going through with, you know, whatever I'm burning at the moment to create my smoke or if I'm using Agua de Florida, uh, Florida water <laughs> for people that don't want to butcher the Spanish language like myself, uh, I will ask him to be present as well as Michael because Michael is here to protect and to clear out. But uh, uh, Gabriel is here so that my, everything that I'm saying is clear and cannot be misconstrued by any energies that may be listening, you know what I mean? Or anything that may be trying to hold on when I'm directly saying, get the hell out of here. So I like to also use him, but also this is something that if you have no interest in any kind of, um, well, they're not deities, they're saints, but if you don't have any interest in using anything that has some kind of like religious connection, even though not necessarily religious, then don't worry about it totally don't have to. If you're totally a secular witch, then no problem at all. Um, so yeah, let's read that last one again. Clear the energy in your home with sage or whatever you'd like to burn, uh, prayer, toning, invoking Archangel Michael or other space cleaning methods. So, you know, you can get, you can get jiggy with it. I don't know why that's what came in my head. Um, and then let's talk about, uh, Nematona for just a second. Uh, her name means sacred grove because she protected the ancient Celtic ceremonial sites, sites, which were outdoors in sacred groves of trees trip to a woods, just be careful. Cause you know, a lot of us are women or identify as women and we don't, it's not always the safest for us to go out into the woods by ourselves. So, you know, don't venture too, too far and have a plan and tell people where you're going. Um, Nematona continues to watch over sacred sites, especially those connected with nature. She'll help you build your own sacred space and will assist with medicine wheel or labyrinth ceremonies. So thank you so much Nematona for showing up. And for being just the perfect card for this week. All right, so let's do our Patreon shoutouts, and then we will get into our spells. So as always, but more than as always, because 
I'm still shocked people are still donating at this point because everything's so crazy. But an extra special thank you to Brittany, Maria, Crystal, Maya, Jamie, Calla, Lauren, Stephanie, Cassandra, Adam, Bryn, Kelly, Emily, Melissa, Nalling, Brittany, Heidi, Ashley S, Jennifer, Lena, Ashley P, Fiona, Brandy, Melissa, Tabby. Tabby, I love your name. I know I say it every time. I just can't get over it. Okay, Allison, <laughs> Teresa, uh, Gianna or Gina, please let me know if I'm saying it right. Sarah, Sam, Teresa, S, Lauren, Vanessa, Alex, Sasha, Celine, Brett, Megan, Elizabeth, Carla, Shannon, Amanda, Bree, and Adrian. Thank you so much. You just don't know. I'm sure you do know because it's such a crazy time for all of us. But thank you so much for continuing. Um, every time I open Patreon, I truly do expect it to be just like zero because we're going through a really hard time. And so I really appreciate those of you that still can donate and still um, are making it a priority to donate to me. I know tons of people have canceled. I mean, I haven't lost a ton of people, but I know tons of people have just had to cancel all of their Patreonages, patronages, I'm not sure what it's called, um, because of what's happening and being, you know, laid off and having to tighten up and not knowing our, what our future is going to look like. So I appreciate it so much. And also, if you have had to cancel, I know I've said it before, but I, it's okay. It's totally okay. I totally understand. And um, there's actually one Patreon that I am adding my, I'm going to add to mine because homegirl is like putting out so much content and I love her uh, actual podcast. So I can't wait to like pick up all those episodes. But other than that, you know, anything else I want to patronize, I'm kind of like, whew, I might need to just wait a few months to just make sure it's something I can do before I add this. Uh, so yeah, if you've had to drop yours, I totally understand. And I will, I will try to get back to you, those of you that have messaged me about it. Um, in, uh, in the next like few days, but I, I get it. I totally get it. Don't feel bad. Don't feel like you have to apologize. I'm support. I'm surprised more of you haven't. So I really, really appreciate it so much. Thank you so, so much for still uh, supporting because it is helping me tremendously. I mean, I already did before to get the podcast out and to have time to like do it and everything. But especially now, like my work is done. <laughs> I want to say that long term, but as of now, my, I, um, it's over for the time being. So it helps me a lot. And so I, I cannot even just tell you how appreciative I am, but I love you all so much. Thank you. All right. So on to our spells. So I thought this would be kind of fun. Um, so for one of our patrons, I sent her a spell book. That was like the last witchy mail I got to get out to her before the world exploded. And I so thoroughly regret not getting one for myself. I regret it so much because I love the book and it was just fantastic. So as soon as it's possible, I'm going to go and pick up one for myself and we can use it as a reference for this podcast as well. Um, but I do have a few books, as you know, and my mom, who's a witch, you know, she's in denial, um, got me one a little bit ago called The Little Book of Witchcraft. And it is by, huh, who is it by? That's weird. I don't, there's no one on the cover and there's no one on the back. Okay. Um, you know what? I will post. Oh, uh, text by Ann Martin, editor Jean Z. Lucas, our director Diane Marsh. I'm sure you wanted to know all of this. Production manager Carol Coe and production editor Maureen uh, Sullivan. So yeah, it's this adorable little book. Literally, it's pockets. Well, it's not pocket size, but it's like a tiny little book you can just throw in your bag. And it's basically like if I took the time to write a book, um, which I 
tentatively am probably going to do like as a companion to this podcast since we have so many episodes now. Um, I just have to comb through and actually remember anything I've ever said in one of the episodes, but I think my uh, one of my best buddies is going to kind of help me with it. So to, to be continued and also perhaps forthcoming. But when I first got this book, I was like, ah, this is like everything I basically have talked about and covered. And it's kind of in the same kind of tone that I use. So I was like, maybe I don't need to because this perfect thing already exists. But I really love this little book. I'll post a picture of it for you. Um, but in thinking about, damn, I really wish I would have gotten that spell book for myself. I remember that I have spells in this book. I obviously have the Modern Witches spell book, our original OG guide for my like journey into witchhood. And then I have the Wicca Bible. So I'm going to be referencing these. And I just thought it'd be fun to comb through and like share the spells out of here. I know over the course of the podcast, I've given you my spells that I have written for myself or that I have, so I've told you before about my spell writing process, but if you're new, or my spell imagining, (laughs) wow, (laughs) am I a cast member on Bobby's World? Um, (laughs) I'm so old. I've told you how uh, spells come to me. So I don't ever sit down to write them. They come to me as I speak aloud. And then if I can get them, if I can remember what I've said, I will write them back down. I will write them down for the first time. And so it's easier for me to share them to you like that. But a lot of the times I don't write my spells. I just say them and I can always kind of revisit a variation of them later because, you know, the words are important and definitely I'm always team spelling as a spell. But a lot of the times it's just something that I'm free flowing. It's just more comfortable for me like that. Maybe it's because of me and Gabriel and how like click tight we are, but the messages come really clearly to me and the right words come really clearly to me. So I just spout them out. And then, you know, I, after that, I'm like, okay, spell done. Wipes hands, you know? So I don't write them down a lot of the time. And I really have only started making a concerted effort to write them for this podcast. So in these books, we will have full-fledged written out spells with instructions, which I know is a lot easier for y'all than me being like, well, this is what I do and this is what I say. And just kind of like, you know, make it your own. <laughs> Sometimes I know you literally want me to be like, no, Mickey, tell me exactly what to use, exactly what to say, what day to use it on, what moon phase and the exact direction. So I got you covered. So we're going to be going from the little book of witchcraft first. And I think that will cover all of today's episode. And then when we pick up, um, I'm hoping since I was having such a mild case of this, and I've been doing pretty well that I can go back to weekly schedule after this. So we will pick up with the Modern Witches spell book because this book is kooky as hell. And I love the ones in here. And also the Wicca Bible because the Wicca Bible is going to give us like very traditional, very popular, very like spell 101 kind of spell. So we'll do those too. So let's get into it. Spells and rituals according to this adorable little book. So we'll start with our love spells. Just get ready. Listen, don't let your boredom tell you that you need to start doing even more love spells because uh, I have been deep on Tinder since this all started and it's been nothing but mess. Well, not nothing but mess, but it has been a little messy. Okay. So uh, we're just going to go through and read them out and take notes as needed. And also I do want to encourage you to, as always, do put your own spin on it. That's why I like to do mine the way I do too, because I don't want y'all to think that you have to do it exactly the way that I, <clears throat> exactly the way I do it for it to work. No, your magic is from within you, just like a cauldron is a tool, just like a wand is a tool. Words are a tool, you know? It's not the words that have the magic, it's you that has the magic. It's not that you have to, well, I mean, 
Do you have to use a sweetening agent in a uh, like sweetening spell for a jar spell? Yeah, you do because the sweetness is kind of the point. It's important, but I, you don't ever have to say something exactly the way I say it or like the candle exactly the way I do or use the exact brand of candle. I do, you know, to make it potent, it's going to work because you're magic. Let's all just remember that. Okay. We're bad witches. We're very bad at our practice sometimes. We're bad at witchcraft sometimes, but we're also bad witches and we can do whatever we want and we are extremely capable. So the magic is here. I'm pointing to my heart. That's where the magic is. It's inside your body. So put, put your own, you know, put your own mojo into it. it. It makes it even more personalized to you and it makes it even more effective in my opinion. Okay. So to the spells. First, a spell to make a particular person think of you. And then I love how this book is written because it's very, very easy to digest. I love when things are easy. Things being easy and convenient is my favorite thing. So it will put, it has what the spell is, easy. And then it'll have the moon phase that you should do the spell during. And then the day of the week, the correspondence for it, what you will need. And then it gives you the process. So that's how we're going to go through it. So for a spell to make a particular person think of you, moon phase, waxing or full and day of the week, Friday evening. What you will need, a red, white, or pink candle, a photograph of the person or their name. <laughs> Sorry, I was reading this. I read it like that, but as I was reading out loud, I was like, don't they mean your name written on a piece of paper? I didn't read it correctly. A photograph of the person or their name written on the piece of paper, cherry incense, and a cauldron or heat proof, uh, heat proof dish. Just want to pause for a second to say never ever, ever underestimate the power of writing down someone's name in a spell, especially in a love spell or a banishment spell. Um, I know a lot of the times, because remember when I talked about uh, the honey jar last week and I was saying, you know, when I was taught to do it, you have to have hair of the person. I think we can focus a lot on like having to have some kind of very physical representation of someone or even a photograph, for example, but like who just has photographs of people? I don't, unless I print one off Facebook like a weirdo, but the power of a we could really get into a whole thing about names. And I think I do want to do something on like your witch name and choosing it and, and, you know, realizing what yours is. Someone remind me, I said that too, but the power of someone's name, like their given name, the name that they carry through this life, it's so personal and it's so intimate. It's such like an association. So trust me, if you can't get any of that other stuff, and I, again, don't necessarily recommend taking like someone's hair or like, with, you know, it's, it's something about consent. We can't just take something off of someone. Um, Never underestimate the power of putting a pencil to a scrap of white paper and, or I mean, it doesn't always have to be white depending on what you're doing and just simply writing their name and especially writing their name in triplicate. It's some powerful shit. Okay. Especially, or even like speaking someone's name in a spell or an incantation or in a ritual, it is powerful. <sighs> okay. I'm not done with my tangents. I'm probably not. I'm going to have more, but you know, it's me. <laughs> okay. So Remove all distractions as the spell requires concentration. Place the candle at the center of your altar with the photograph or name of the person and the incense in the south quarter. First, light the candle and focus your energies on the flame, thinking only of the person and what they mean to you and what you would like to mean to them. This is really why this is why manifestation. Oh my gosh. This is why meditation is so important because it teaches us how to use our brain as a muscle that we can get to a point where we can focus and concentrate on certain things as opposed to just chatter. A lot of us just have chatter all the time. And that's why it's, it really is important. It's really something that you improve over time. It is like building up a muscle. I mean, what do I know about muscles? I never work out. Um, okay. 
So say it out loud if you wish. Take a few minutes to do this. Then light the incense in your cauldron or heat proof dish. Imagine them thinking of you over and over again until the candle has burned down. Perform this ritual rich, ritual again over successive nights up until and including the full moon. And your special person should start to think of you even in their dreams. There's this meme going around where it's like, is it something about, never mind. I can't remember. I don't need to go into this right now. <laughs> this episodes aren't going to be long. Okay. What is next? So a spell to distract arrival, detract arrival. It can be very unsettling when someone is making a play for your beloved. This spell will kindly but firmly see them on their way. Okay. So love spell disclaimer as always. Um, it's not necessarily totally cool and kosher to interrupt the course of fate and other people in certain ways. If people are meant to be together, you shouldn't be trying to get in between them. Uh, you shouldn't be necessarily doing spells to make people break up, but I'm just giving you the information and what you do with it is what you do with it. Just remember what you put out is going to come back to you. All right. So for this one, the moon phase would be waning and day of the week, any, uh, you will need a small card and envelope, gift tag size, sealing wax, a plastic box with a lid, and water. Write the name of the person that is pursuing your partner on the card and place it in the envelope. Is it envelope or envelope? I don't know. I just realized I don't know the right way to say that. Anyway, seal the envelope <laughs> with the wax, then put it in the plastic container, fill the container with water, and place the lid on. Say the following words out loud. Take your love away from my love, so moat it be. Pop the plastic container in the freezer and their charms should settle on someone new. I do wonder if this spell is if you have someone trying to get a little friendly with the person that you are with. Uh, that I would think is a more justifiable use of this spell as opposed to it's someone that you just have a crush on or have like you know, interest in, and you're trying to knock other people all the way to get there first. I, I'm a little iffy about that one, but if it's someone that you're actually with and someone is crossing a boundary and being too, and being inappropriate with your partner, I would say maybe, you know, a little freezer spell never hurts. I mean, it never hurts. Okay. So <laughs> a spell to make you irresistible on a date, moon phase, full day of the week, Tuesday, Thursday, or Friday, you will need a red or pink handle, a magnet small enough to fit in a bag, a pocket-sized bag, your favorite perfume or cologne. Love a good attraction spell. Okay, place the candle, the magnet, the bag, and the perfume bottle onto your altar before you go out on your date. Light the candle and spray a small amount of your perfume over the altar. Say the following words. Tonight I will shine. I am irresistible. The night is mine. So mote it be. Repeat the words as you spray on your perfume. Not too much. <laughs> That's the book, not me, but still, I agree. Then place the magnet in the bag. Allow the candle to burn as you get ready, then blow it out and place the bag containing the magnet in your pocket or purse before you go out for the evening. So then the book gives us a little love ritual that I'm going to include because I just, I like this. Um, for a simple ritual to give your love life a boost, place two pieces of rose quartz, a photo of you and your partner, and two pink candles on your altar. Light the candles and think about your partner and what you love about them. Allow the candles to burn down and place the rose quartz stone under your bed. Practice the spell on a new waxing or full moon on any given day. So it's just like a little, you know, add a little love and spice back to the relationship. And then I also love this. There's a word of warning at the end of love about love spells. So let's revisit it. 
There's nothing more tantalizing than to attract new love with a spell, but tread carefully and be clear and honest as to your intentions. Don't set out to bewitch someone away from their partner and don't try to win back your ex without reminding yourself, without reminding yourself why you broke up with them in the first place. Or you may regret the result. Yes, 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 yes. In this time of quarantine, we are lonely. That is normal. It is normal to feel lonely. Do not feel weird about that at all. Do not let that loneliness translate into remembering the good things about a situation and not remembering the bads because it is so easy. With my ex, it wasn't recent, but maybe like over the summer, I was going to reach out to him because it was almost his birthday. And you know, when you get a distance from a situation, my Swedish ex, when you get distance from a situation, you really do remember the good. You really do. And it becomes kind of romanticized and you, you have these, these, attachments to like the things that you were fond of about that person in the relationship. And I had gone into, cause we were long distance. We had a ton of messages. That's how we kept in touch on Facebook messenger. And so I went back in to look for something like a picture, I think. And I was hitting these points when our relationship was crumbling and just how uncommunicative he was, how distant he was, how he essentially made me have to be in a situation where it was one of those things where the guy just won't break up with you. He'll just keep pushing you away and being distant and being an asshole. And so you're like, okay, well, I'm done with this. You know, like they're too much of a coward to break up with you. It was like that. And so I passed these messages on the way and happened to catch them and started reading. And I was like, ew, what? No, don't talk to him. <laughs> like, absolutely not. So, you know, it's easy to have those moments of loneliness and weakness just anytime, but when you're literally isolated from the world and there's so much uncertainty and it's a scary time, you want to connect to things that are familiar to you, don't get caught up. Listen to me. Trust me on that one. So I said it, the book said it. It's true. All right. So don't be impatient if you are attracted to someone. Allow things to happen naturally and get to know them a little first before casting a spell to make you more attracted to them. Yes, please. Not just because you really do need to like build the time to get to know a person and get to know if that's what you actually want. But because if you really hardcore are working on attracting someone to you and establishing some kind of magical love connection with them, and then it turns out something is really wrong with them and not just that like, Oh, I actually wasn't that into them, but like they don't have a healthy sense of boundaries or they are abusive or they are manipulative. Any of those things be very, very careful that you actually know who you're dealing with before you start dealing with them on a magical level, you know? Okay. So after all, you don't want someone pining for you after you've decided they're not the one. Ain't that the damn truth? Okay. So onto happiness and good fortune spells. Okay. First up, wishing bubbles. How cute is this? Moon phase, new. Day of the week, any. You will need incense, a cauldron or heat proof dish. Okay. So I'm just going to say cauldron from now on because for some reason, heat proof dish is like throwing my tongue for a loop. So you know what I mean going forward and bubble mixture and wands. So big, I don't know if anyone has going to have bubble mixture on hand, but you could also make one really be like a fun science experiment for you and or your kids. You don't have to have kids to do it though. Cause I probably will. Okay. Begin by burning the incense in your cauldron. Or da 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 da, da. <laughs> The other word I'm not saying. Allow the scent to permeate the air and pass the bottle of bubbles over it a few times. While doing so, concentrate on your wish and the ideal outcome. Imagine it in as much detail as you can. Then, take your mixture outside to a quiet spot and blow your bubbles. With each breath, 
Imagine you are filling the bubbles with your wish. I love this. Watch the bubbles fly off into the sky full of your intentions as they pop the wish is released. That would be such, such, such a great one to get in with those witch babies and witch kids that you all have out there. I know there's a lot of questions about like, how can I get my kids involved in their in this practice? How can I make this part of their lives too? How can I even recognize if I have a witch kid? I mean, you'll know. You, you'll know because you're going to be doing the same weird shit you were doing when you were a kid. And they're going to say things like, Oh, um, I had this dream and then this happened. Oh, mommy, daddy, I've been here before. I remember this memory. Um, oh, I was talking to grandma or grandpa that I never met in my room last night. You will know out in the yard, stirring up rocks and grass and mud and making potions <laughs> like the signs are there. Um, any fascination, of course, as we talked about with like the moon and the stars that is past just like pretty, but it's like, oh, what was that? A direct message? Okay, got it. So uh, the, this bubble thing is such a great thing to do with your kids if you're trying to figure out a really safe, non-scary way to bring them into witchcraft and bring them into your practice. Um, and if nothing else, it's just fun. And it gets them into, and all of us really, into the idea of like putting our intention literally out there and watching it physically manifest and it pops and it becomes true, you know? So it's like a wish. A wish is just a manifestation there. They can be used interchangeably a lot of the time. So that would be so much fun. Oh, I hope if y'all do that, please post pictures and videos in the Facebook group. because That's so cute. Okay. Money growing spell moon phase, new waxing or full day of the week, Thursday, Saturday, or Sunday, you will need a pinch of dried patchouli leaves, a healthy basil plant, Basil is just everything. A coin of any denomination. Sprinkle the patchouli over the soil around the base of your basil plant. Take your coin and place it vertically in the soil so that it resembles a half moon. So half up, half down. When money comes to you, spin the coin and replace it with another so the luck continues. Don't forget to keep tending the plant as it thrives. That's a good one. Um, I don't know how many of us are going to have dried patchouli leaves and a basil plant out there, but it's, listen, it's a great time to start becoming a plant mom if you aren't a green witch out there. I've been desperately wanting plants. Like, I think they need to be my babies. I just, I'm, I don't, our nursery is open here, one of them, but I'm just scared to go because even though it's open air, you know, I'm personally trying to stay a hundred feet away from people at all times. Um, but yeah, if you are a green witch and you have it in your house or if you can get it, that is a great one. And I like the continuity of it. You know, you are keeping this fall going. It's not like, okay, I have my one fall. Like that's it. It's something that you're actively practicing and tending to. That's great. Okay. So a money spell for different, for difficult times. Hello. Moon phase. New. Day of the week, Wednesday, Thursday, or Saturday. You will need a pencil, a piece of paper, a small green dish, a green candle. We know all about that, right? Um, oh, I was about to say a modification I would do or an add in, but let me just stick with what it says in the book. But you know, green stones never hurt. Okay, so <laughs> write down the amount of money you need and supply a legitimate reason as to why you need it. Don't be greedy. I think a pandemic and layoffs and furloughs are a real good reason at this point. So you can definitely write that down. Fold a piece of paper in half and place it under the dish. Put the candle on the dish and light it. Concentrate on the burning candle and imagine receiving the money. Once the candle has burned down, extinguishing itself, you know, you never want to blow them out. You can, um, smug, that's not the right word. I want to say you can smother them, but that's not, that, that is the right word, but that's not the word I'm thinking of. But you know, don't ever blow a candle out. If you haven't gone through the candle magic episodes or other places I've mentioned it, don't blow it out. Cause when you blow that out, you're just blowing away all of the work that you've done. You've extinguished like your own spell work and your own magic. So don't do that. 
what is that word? Snuff. Don't snuff it. Uh, you can snuff a candle out. Just don't blow it out. Um, so once the candle has burned down and cooled, wrap the remaining small disc of wax in a piece of paper and carry it in your purse or wallet. And then we have a simple ritual for good luck. Could always use a little luck, can't we? Okay, so your moon phase to practice this or to put it into place will be new wax or cast. Put it into place. Cast. Uh, no, it's a ritual. Practice. Okay. <laughs> moon phase. New waxing or full day of the week. Any. Assemble a small group of like-minded friends or relatives and stand in a small circle. Clearly, this is going to be a post-pandemic <laughs> ritual unless you can do it with people in your family or you have a familiar that you can put in the circle. Not in the circle, but like build the circle with. <laughs> Uh, each, okay, uh, in the middle of the circle, place a bowl of ripe apples, ripe apples. Each person must pick an apple. Then when everyone has an apple to hold, each person in turn must make a wish. It can be silent or out loud, though articulating a wish out loud often helps in the same ways as when making affirmations. Yes. Yes. Agree. Um, although I am a little bit of the blowing out birthday candles variety, as you all know by now, where I am very wary sometimes of saying intentions and wishes and manifestations out loud because I just don't want it to attract other people's bad intentions and manifestations for me my way and you know I think a lot of times when you speak things aloud they can get jinxed so if you are practicing this with a circle of other witches or friends or family or loved ones um you know just make sure they're people that actually have your greatest good in mind and not someone that might secretly be trying to like stick pins in a voodoo doll if you behind your back okay uh, once everyone in the group has made a wish, you must eat the apple together to complete the spell. So not only a good spell for good fortune, but also for your health. <laughs> That's great. All right. Employment and success at work spells, because I know we can all use this right now. I, whew, if I don't get a campaign soon, y'all. Okay. So a spell for employment. Perfect. I know a lot of people are looking for jobs right now. And it, it, that does seem kind of crazy to be like, hey, is anyone hiring your resume? But actually there, I have seen ones that are so you know like don't give up hope if you are looking for something it may not be exactly what you were doing or wanted to but it's something and and that helps it helps uh so a spell for employment this spell is best performed at the beginning of your job search which a lot of us i know are right now moon phase begin on the new moon and end on the full moon day of the week begin on a wednesday thursday or sunday you will need a brown candle shout out brown so it's always underutilized a candle of the color of your choice a green candle and bergamot oil. Ugh, bergamot? <sighs> Y'all. Okay, I've been writing this other book, uh, like actively writing it. And a lot of it, I don't know, I like to highlight like flowers and scents a lot of it. And I was just doing this deep dive on bergamot to see if it was something I wanted to reference. And I was like, I need, I need so much more bergamot in our life. I think it gets overlooked a lot, but damn, it smells good. And it's so powerful. So that was just my, um, my ad for bergamot. Okay. <laughs> Place the three candles on your altar and dab some bergamot oil on each of the wicks. This oil represents good fortune in work endeavors. First, light the candle that you have picked with a color that resonates with you. As you do so, visualize the type of job that you would like to have. Try to imagine the kind of task you would uh, be undertaking and think about how fulfilled you will feel. Say the following words. I wish for a job. It is my right. Clear the way and bring me my goal Nope. Let me try that again. <laughs> I wish for a job. It is my right. Clear the way and bring my goal in sight. If you have to use like spell pattern, uh, what's it? Cadence. You have to use spell cadence sometimes to say them the right way. Okay. So let me say it one more time slowly. I wish for a job. It is my right. Clear the way 
and bring my goal in sight. Next, light the green candle, which represents money, of course, and say the following words. Bring luck and abundance. Let's, let prosperity flow to me. Bring luck and abundance. Let prosperity flow to me. Imagine receiving payment for your, for your work. Finally, light the brown candle, which represents your future job, and say the words, bring this work opportunity to me, so mote it be. Bring this work opportunity to me, so mote it be. If you've never heard that phrase before or used it in witchcraft, mote is M-O-T-E. If you're trying to write this down, so mote it be. It's used to like end out seal spells a lot of the time. Um, repeat the spell once a day until the full moon or until you have a new job. And then we have a spell to help you focus when you haven't meditated, because we aren't. Um, if you're prone to daydreaming and meetings or browsing Twitter when you should be finishing a report, then this spell will help you to gain focus and reach your career goals. Rosemary was worn by ancient Greek scholars as they believed it made them wiser. Moon phase, new. Day of the week, any. You will need water, a mug, a few springs of freshly picked rosemary, picked it, pick it on a new moon or when the plant is not flowering, a teaspoon of sugar or honey, rosemary oil, and hand cream. Okay, and then here we go. Boil some water and pour it into a, a mug, then add your sprigs of rosemary and let it infuse for a few minutes. Add a teaspoon of sugar or honey to sweeten it, remove the rosemary sprigs, and then drink the infusion before heading off to work. I was supposed to say when I was reading this, I was like, I, I kind of want to drink that. Um, make up some rosemary-scented hand cream by adding a few drops of the oil to your cream and mixing it. That's what I was going to say when I was reading the ingredients. I think you need something unfragranced, just like a... Um, you know, just something that isn't already heavily influenced by other like fragrances and smells and that's right. And like materials. So you want something like what I'm trying to say is you want a hand cream that's pretty pure, you know, not something that has like a bunch of just shit in it. <laughs> Does that make sense? All right. Um, make up a rosemary scented hand cream by adding a few drops of the oil to your cream and mixing it. Just before a meeting or a work situation when you need to be at your most alert and intelligent, Rub some of this cream on your hands and your temples to stimulate your mind. Not only does this spell help you with your focus and with your intelligence and bring your mind to like a peak place, but also it just sounds like some really good self-care. You're going to drink something warm and delicious. You're going to put on and like massage your temples and your hands. Like it sounds like something we should be practicing anyway. I really love that one. Okay, bonus spell. This is ideal for when you are vying for a pay raise or bonus or any form of sudden increase in wealth, whether it is due to you or not. If money isn't due to you and you would just like more of it, consider a figure and the purpose of which you will use it. Above all, don't be greedy and always share your good fortune, even if it's just a donation to the charity box. Hell yeah! Along with our charitable initiatives and us making donations from the things you already know how to do, if we are working these kind of money spells, make sure you are paying it back or paying it forward in some way. So this might be a great one to generate some of that money to give to our food banks and to donate, uh, buy masks to donate, to buy materials to... I was going to say to our healthcare workers and to our frontline workers of all kinds, I was talking so much that I forgot my computer was about to die and it just died mid-sentence. Jeez. So yes, anyway, if you're going to perform this bonus spell, then uh, make sure that you are definitely doing some good works with it. So moon phase, waxing or full moon, day of the week, Wednesday or Sunday. Sorry if it sounds a little different now. I had to switch how I'm sitting and where I'm sitting um, to get close enough to my core to charge. So sorry if there's a bit of like difference between the sound now. You will need a peony incense, a cauldron or that other thing. A white candle, a yellow candle, an uh, athame, or if you don't have one, a pin or sharp pin nib will do the job, and a length of gold ribbon. 
Begin by burning some of the incense in your cauldron. Light a white candle on your altar, then take the yellow candle and heat one side of it over the flame to soften the wax for carving. Be careful when you do this, it won't take long. Once the wax is soft enough, take your athame or pen and carve your name in cursive writing on the side of the candle. Then place the yellow candle on your altar and light it. Watch the flame and imagine how you will feel when money arrives, then specify a date by which you would like to receive the money and thank the candle. Light the candle over consecutive days and up until the full moon and all the while focus on your goals. Once the candle has burned down to a, to a tiny nub, uh, snuff the flame and wait for it to cool. Then tie the gold ribbon around it and carry it around with you until the spell has been granted. I like this, that there's a lot of focus on keeping your spells on you or keeping like one material part of your spell on you and like taking the candle wax or taking coins and um or even like it's not mentioned yet so far but in taking like the magnet with you and things or taking crystals with you uh that you've used in spells I really like that that you have like a tangible piece of it with you every day while the spell is like working itself out that's a really good reminder that I don't um know if I've actually made mention of before but it's it's really good like not just having it on your altar and working your magic there but having it in your everyday life and like moving through life with you uh and then a lucky charm for employment this is just another little note keep a tiger's eye stone in your pocket as this will help you draw good luck for searching for a job if you have been offered an interview keep the stone with you in your bag or pocket for luck you can never have enough tiger's eye not only in my humble opinion my humble witchy opinion, is it the best, one of the best stones just aesthetically. It just looks amazing, but it does so much good. It attracts jobs, money, prosperity, abundance. It protects you. Red tiger's eye in particular, I have a bowl that I bought that um, has like a piece of red tiger's eye. I don't know the right word. Embedded in it. I was going to say potteried into it because I'm dumb. But it's embedded in the bowl. And it's to just keep in the home to send out just constant like rays of protection. So I love Tiger's Eye. You cannot get enough. It's also going back to the witch kid thing. A really good starter stone for kids. Nothing too scary and wild attached to it. But it just brings so much goodness. And there's so much light in it too that kids I find are very, very attracted to Tiger's Eye. That's the first stone where I was like, what is this? I know I'm a little kid, but something's happening here. And also I am going to put this on my tongue and I'm not just doing that because I'm a little kid and don't know better, but it's because it's calling to me. I, I swear. I know you can, you can say no, Vicky, those weren't the ones for me and you don't know what you're talking about. But I swear, uh, Tiger's Eye and Amethyst are like the kid stones. That's the thing that if your kid is especially drawn to that, you're like, hmm. All right, may have a witchy poo on my hands. <laughs> okay, protection and good health spells. Uh, fire spell to dispel. <laughs> Love that. Spell to dispel. Fire spell to dispel bad habits or obsessions. If you're struggling to kick a habit, be it smoking or gossiping or something else, this cauldron spell will help. This is really good um, because, again, we have tendencies to fall back into bad habits when we're stressed. And what's more stressful than what we're going through right now. And it is going into bad habits is comforting. I was just talking to someone last night and I was like, I don't know if I've ever told y'all, but I smoked for like 10 years on and off from when I was about 18 to um, maybe less than that, maybe about seven years when I was 18 to about 26, 27. And I don't, I get no peace in this house. My dad just came to ask me a question. Okay. Um, yeah, so I did for, let's, let's round it up to 10. And I was talking to someone last night. I was like, if, if I could do it, I would start doing it again, especially now because I am 
stress and I want something that just feels good to me. And it feels good to me. Like I didn't stop because I didn't like it. I stopped because it's terrible for you. And I like was finally mature enough to be like, don't kill yourself. This is horrible. But yeah, if you don't, you know, have the same kind of willpower or like fear of illness like I do, then maybe it's something you're really considering slipping back into. So this is a great spell for that. Okay, so moon phase waning, day of the week, Monday, Saturday, or Sunday. You will need a red candle, a cauldron, or a black candle, <laughs> a sprinkle of chili, ginger, and sage, a very small piece of charcoal, something that symbolizes your bad habits, such as wine label or an empty pack a packet of cigarettes. If you gossip and you're trying to um, stop doing that, I wonder what you could use. Hmm. I don't know. If anyone out there has a good recommendation for that, uh, God, I'm trying to... I had it for a second. Something just popped in my head, but I lost it. But if you have something that's a good representation for gossip, share it with us. Because um, I know that's definitely a bad habit we get into, too, especially when we're bored. Place your red candle to the left of your cauldron and light it, saying the words, Red is for strength and power. Help me to kick this bad habit every day and every hour. Then, place a black candle to the right of your cauldron, light it, and say, Black has the power to send things away. Give me the power to finish this today. I love that. Then place the herbs in the heat-proof dish. Damn, it made me say it. The cauldron with the charcoal. Rip up the item that symbolizes your bad habit and place it in the dish. What could gossip be? Oh, maybe if you had like a tabloid newspaper in your house and you could like, cause like celebrity gossip and you could tear that up. That might be something like not the full magazine, but just like rip out a page of it. That might be a good one. Um, rip up the item that symbolizes your bad habit and place it in the dish. Light the contents of your dish and say, burn away and enter control over me. I will be free. So moats it be. Allow the contents of the dish to burn and imagine yourself rejecting your habit. Allow the candles to burn down so that they are extinguished themselves. Warning, be very careful when using a cauldron in a heat-proof dish, as we know, as they get incredibly hot when lit. Make sure it is on a secure heat-proof service and do not leave your lit cauldron unattended. Yes, when we talked about cauldron in our tools episode, and I think it was in tool time, we talked about how you have to be very careful with fire and very careful with anything that is conducting fire. So yes, please be careful. Bubble spells are for kids. Fire spells, let's wait till they're a little older. A protection spell. If you are feeling anxious about the day ahead, hmm, perhaps you have a meeting with someone whom you don't see eye to eye with or you're going somewhere new, this ritual with a wand will ease your nerves. Moon phase, any. Day of the week, any. You will need a wand. Take your wand in the hand you use to write with and make a circle in front of you at arm's length in a clockwise motion. Clockwise. Do this nine times as nine represents an intellectual power and influence over situations. This spell will create a spell of protection around you for the day. This ritual can be performed on any given day. Literally, it's probably one of the simplest spells and rituals you will ever do. And then a healing ritual. Moon phase waning, day of the week, Sunday. This is a lovely spell for healing a broken heart or an unquiet, an, an unquiet mind. Take a solo trip to a pebble beach. Maybe you hold on to this one unless you know you can absolutely be isolated. This can be any time of the day, but it's probably safest in the daytime due to the tides and access. Take off your socks and shoes and walk in the waves. Feel the energy of the water as it laps against your ankles. While walking, look for a pebble in the water that will fit comfortably in your palm. Pick up the pebble and focus all of your negativity and hurt into the pebble. Once you have shed all negative thoughts, cast the pebble back into the sea so that the natural force of the water releases and heals your sorrow. I love this so much and it just sprang a witch kid memory into my mind. But um, do any of you remember being like really obsessed with skipping rocks 
and like picking up rocks and then throwing them back into the water. I know that's just like a kid thing in general, but as I was reading this, I just got the most like intense memory wave flashback of like the smell of the lakes by my house and the texture of the stone in my hand and really holding it and really looking at it and focusing it and almost putting a wish into it, like just making a wishing stone and then tossing it back and making wishes like that. Does anyone else remember doing that? I that I have not thought about that in 20 years or more because I'm old, but <laughs> I haven't thought about that in maybe 25 years, but I, I distinctly have that memory now, picking it up, making a wish and skipping it. Wow. I, and I remember when I would try to skip rocks, it was never a thing of like, oh, I have, it's like a flat rock and I hit my like wrist in the right angle to do it. It was always like, I'm going to make my mind do it. I never did it. No, I kind of want to go to the lake and see if I can. Anyway, but does anyone else remember that? I just had the strongest sense memory about that. So yeah, release it to the rock and then release it back to the water. So a spell for someone in need. This is when, this is for when someone you care about is unwell or facing tough times in their personal life. Perfect timing. Moon phase, new or waxing, day of the week, Monday or Sunday. You will need a length of green whip, ribbon, <laughs> a length of green, am I a toddler? A length of green ribbon long enough to tie a bow, a rose quartz crystal, a photo of the person in need, if you have one. This is another thing where we can go back to writing of names. A green candle, a potted basil plant. Man, I really gotta get some potted basil plants. Um, wrap the ribbon around the crystal and hold it tightly in your writing hand. Place the photo beside the candle on your altar and then light the candle. Imagine protective yellow light encircling the person in need until the candle has burned down. Uh, I know I'm I'm not trying to give a lot of variations or add-ons to these, but also a purple light is really, really good for protection if you want to cast purple instead. If you just feel like more aligned with that color. Um, then give the rose quartz wrapped in the ribbon and the basil plant to your friend. Keep sending love and light to them and they will feel supported and hopeful. I love that. The idea of giving houseplants to people. <sighs> Please. I just want one so bad. <laughs> All right. A cleansing spell. Moon phase. New. Day of the week. Any. Time of day. Evening or before bed. You will need a small red drawstring bag, oak leaves, an acorn. Acorns are so cute. Half a lemon. If you feel you have been tarred with bad luck for too long, the spell will cleanse away any ill will and leave good fortune in its place. Collect a bag full of oak leaves, preferably ones that have been shed, and a single acorn. Take them home and wash them in water to remove any dirt. Fill a bath with warm water and scatter the leaves in it. Then squeeze a lemon half over the water. Hold the acorn in your hand and imagine positivity and happiness entering your life. Climb into the bath and enjoy the oak leaves on your skin and the smell of the lemon, making you feel cleansed and protected. When you have finished your bath, place the acorn under your pillow to encourage restful sleep and positive dreams. Wake early, preferably before sunrise. Take your acorn outside and expose it to the sun, all the while thinking positive thoughts. Then place the acorn in your red drawstring bag and carry it with you in your pocket or handbag. The acorn is now infused with luck and positivity. At every new moon, make a wish on your acorn for good fortune and lasting happiness. I love that so Could you hear me like starting to giggle during that? I love that so much. That is... That's beautiful, especially because it's like a spell in totality and there's so many parts to it, but all of these parts kind of nurture yourself. I love that. Okay, fortune telling spells. Water spell for clairvoyance. Clairvoyance. Moon phase, new, day of the week, any. You will need a cauldron, a candle, mugwort, preferably dry. You can purchase it online. <laughs> That's a note from the book, but yes, you can. And water. Fill your cauldron with water, light your candle, and remove any light source. Sprinkle the mugwort over the water and wait for it to settle. 
Focus on the surface of the water and think of a burning question that you have. Then wait for images to appear to guide you toward an answer. The mugwort will create shapes, but witches claim to see images too. This spell takes practice, but it's a great way to use your cauldron. Um, hedge witches out there, please remind me, is mugwort used in flying the hedge? And is it used in astral projection and, and like that kind of work? Can you remind me if mugwort's the right one? Because I don't know if I'm thinking. Uh, uh, is it mugwort or is it, damn, I can't remember. Let me know though. Cause that's, what's coming to me. I want to make sure I'm, I'm connecting it with the right things. You know, that's not necessary. Being a green witch and being a hedge witch are not necessarily my thing at all, but I am trying to like get them to stick in my head. So I don't have to reference different things so much, do certain spells. Um, then there's just a little addendum down here. There are many techniques for fortune telling though. Most white witches prefer scrying. We will be doing a scrying episode soon, don't you worry, which involves staring at a reflective surface. This can be anything from a crystal ball or a blank TV screen to still water. Be prepared when gazing into the future, though, you, because you might not like what you see. Ain't that the damn truth? Okay, and then here's a prediction candle spell. Here's a simple spell if you want a question answered. It requires a beeswax candle in a dark room, so it's best to do it at night at your altar. Light the candle and allow it to burn for a few minutes. Then ask the question and keep a watchful eye on the flame. Restrict the questions to ones that only require a yes or no answer. <laughs> I just got such a chill. If the flame starts to bounce and jump, then the answer is yes. If the flame dips or goes out, then the answer is no. And if sparks fly, then the outcome will be determined by a force beyond your power. Once finished with your question, extinguish the candle. Keep the candle purely for prediction spells. Yeah, that's some good shit. That's some good, like, the craft. I would, I would expect them to maybe in like the new version of the craft, they add that because that's some good shit. I love that. Okay. And then let's go into our new beginnings and fresh start spells. Is this going too long? I mean, you can always just pause and then come back later. <laughs> I just wanted to get through, um, I just wanted to get through this book because we're going to be going into the other ones next time, but you know what? We don't even have that many left, so we're good. So finally, new beginnings and fresh start spells. New resolution spell. Moon phase, waning, day of the week, Saturday or any day of the week. You will need a large basket or dish and autumn leaves. Well, hell. <laughs> this spell is best performed in the autumn as it requires a copious quantity of dried leaves. It's a nice one to do with a small group of friends or close family members and could become an annual ritual to celebrate autumn and the year to come. Hmm, sounds like it might be a really good festival practice to do when we get into our fall festivals um when you're with family and you're celebrating the end of the harvest and all of the things that you reap from your productive year so yeah let's keep this one in mind collect a basket of or large dish full of fallen leaves they can be from any tree and place it in the center of your dining or coffee table assemble everyone around the table then ask each person in turn to pick up a leaf and say out loud what they want to discard for the next year before discarding the leaf on the ground um, okay, I know I said I'm not going to keep making <laughs> suggestions, but, uh, I just realized we used to do this when I was little, but we wouldn't speak it. We would write it on the leaf. So that's a variation you can do. Okay. Um, it could be a negative relationship, a bad habit, a health complaint, etc. Keep going around the table until the leaves are gone. Once finished, sweep up the leaves and compost them. Think of the things that you are letting go of breaking down into the earth as the leaves decompose and new positive things grow and flourish from that place. Yes, nourish yourself by letting go and letting something new grow and spring up in that place. I love that. All right. And then a spell to reestablish contact with someone from your past. 
<clears throat> with Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn, it's much easier to stay in touch with friends both old and new. But if you can't find the digital breadcrumbs to lead you to a particular person, then the spell is for you. I truly love that they said LinkedIn as opposed to like Instagram. <laughs> I love it. Instagram, Snapchat, but maybe this book predates that a little bit. Okay, so you will need uh, oh, phase, moon phase new, day of the week, Monday, Wednesday, or Thursday. You will need sandalwood incense, a photograph of your friend, and a personal item that connects the two of you, a white candle, a cauldron, sea salt, a shallow dish containing water. Begin by lighting the incense on your altar and allow the smoke to spread and the smell to permeate the air. Place a photograph of your friend on your altar with your personal item. This could be something that they have given you or that conjures up memories of happy times you happy times you've spent together. Light the candle in the cauldron and think about your friend. Take a handful of sea salt and sprinkle it into the dish. While doing so, say the following words. Contact me, so mote it be. I love that. Could not be more simple. Repeat the word several times. Let me say it again. Contact me, so mote it be. I love when they are so, like, they just get stuck in your head. It makes it so much easier because one of the reasons I tend to just speak my spells and write them, I think I've mentioned this before, is because I don't want to keep jumping back and forth between my spell book, another spell book. I want, it breaks my concentration when I have to do that and my concentration is already not the best. So when they're just little ones like that or the one that I keep saying that I keep saying to the stars of the moon, it's so quick that it just sticks in your brain. Repeat the word several times, then focus again on your shared memories with the candle burn while the candle burns down. Your friends should get in touch before the salted water has evaporated. That's awesome. Okay, and then we have an empowerment ritual, and this is what we're going to end on today. Moon face, waxing in full, day of the week, any. This witch this <laughs> this ritual. <laughs> this ritual is for adding fuel to a dream or desire. It's a noisy ritual and must be done outside as it involves setting off fireworks. Consider your dream when choosing the color of your fireworks. If you dream, if your dream revolves around wealth, then pick golds and greens. If your spell is for love, of course, choose red and pink. For healing and purification, choose white. The fireworks need to be left on your altar or an image of a pentacle for the days leading up to the full moon. On the night of the full moon, set up the fireworks in a safe, open place in your yard. Of course, where fireworks are legal for you. Please do not break the law to try to do this. Um... Open place in your yard, and as you do so, concentrate on your goal and visualize the outcome. Then light the fireworks, begin care being careful to adhere to the safety instructions, and as they burst, light up in the sky and rain down in their colors, the wish is released. Oh, I really do love that concept. I just don't want anyone to injure themselves or get arrested for using fireworks in certain city limits. But yeah, so those are all of our little spells from the Little Book of Witchcraft, which is just the sweetest thing ever. Um, so let's all thank our uh, real true head mama witch, Mama uh, Donna, for getting us this to go through. It was just, it was really thoughtful of her. And it's great when you just get little things like that, I wanted to say too, because you feel supported. And I know a lot of us have, well, not for me personally, but a lot of us witches out there have been in the broom closet or still are or don't feel supported and have been honest and vulnerable with people about it and have been laughed at and scoffed at and told they're stupid and dumb and that's not true. And so it means a lot to me that my mom supports me. And even though she doesn't fully get it, even though she has one, um, she still has my back with it and she gave me this. And I hope that like this podcast and I can be that for all of you out there. So yeah, that's our little bookie. Um, please send me crystals because I... I'm just so afraid to do one because I haven't kept track of the ones I've done. So if you have any that you know I haven't talked about or any ones that are really kind of rare and special to you in particular that aren't are super popular, moonstones, amethyst, uh, malachite, uh, amber, tiger, all that stuff, then obsidian, tourmaline, 
uh, Love, Peace, Lizuli, all of those, then please send them to me. And I will be like, hey, so-and-so gave me this, and this is what they like about it. I would love to share those. So your homework, of course, is to work on casting some spells. I I just figured this is a great time to do this because we have had over a year of like witchcraft 101 instruction and breaking down. And the, the goal is when you learn something is to put it into practice, right? Like that's what we're really doing here. So no time like the present because we have a ton of time on our hands. So I hope you really enjoyed this episode and we'll be picking up with other spells and rituals from our other books in our next episode. In the meantime, if you want to get in touch with me, thebowitchpodcast at gmail.com um, or you can join the Facebook group and the answer is The Craft. I will also ex- accept Flubber, Blubber, um, The Covenant and also The Coven, which is a movie I made up myself. <laughs> But I guess I should write at some point. I don't know where it came from, but I guess I should do it. Um, let's see what else. We also have merch for, sp- for sale, uh, teespring.com slash bad dash witch dash store. No, bad slash witch dash. I don't know what I'm saying. I'll put it in the links of the episode notes and it's also in the Facebook group. I actually just went and checked it because uh, I had to do something for one of our Patreon members. I did send them some mail. And someone bought a phone case. So thank you. I just... <laughs> With Patreon, like, going down, I also was expecting no merch to come in. So thank you so much to whoever bought that phone case. That's rad. And I think that's really, I don't know, your phone's, like, so personal. You're on it all the time. You Other people see what's on your phone because that, like, back part faces the world. So it's, like, an honor that you would pick Bad Witch to, like, represent you. Thank you so much for that. And uh, that's just awesome. So, yeah, uh, Teespring and then uh, Patreon.com slash Bad Witch if you want to join, if you have disposable money right now and you want to go for it you can do shout outs witch email readings um other things I'm not thinking of right now so yeah that's it I think for this week I was hoping we would get to like an hour and a half so we could have a longer episode since I am doing like uh on off weeks right now so we're almost there I think that's a good stopping place you have homework you have tons of things to write down and take notes for this episode so I really really hope you enjoyed it and I love you all and I'm rooting for all of you out there please stay safe and please stay sane and thank you to all of you that are still going to work and all of you that are protecting us in your various ways and all of you that are being charitable. Let's really try to focus on charity in these next coming weeks. And also, I mean, outside of them, of course, but let's really like push for it in these next coming weeks. All right. I love you all. Anything else you deserve good, blessed be and goodbye.